Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is 365 Sports. The Midway Panthers podcast with David Smoke and head coach Shane Anderson is brought to you by Bird Culchin Ford, Centex Bookkeeping, the U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine, Safe and Secure Storage, and TFNB, your bank for life. Well, here we are. It's week number four of the Texas high school football season. Midway in that run where they're not at home for a while after playing the neutral game with Vandegrift on the road against Heath up in Rockwall. And then, of course, open District 12-6A on the road at Hutto next week. Shane Anderson, our weekly segment, Midway, Midway Football. I'm David Smoke on 365 Sports. So the bottom line is the record's 0-3. That's win-loss. That's evidence. Who are you compared to who you were after the loss to Mansfield, the loss uh, against Permian, and the loss to Vandergrift? Are you better and why? Yeah, you know, we're a better football team. Obviously, uh, you know, we had a lot of kids to start the year that uh, were not varsity football players last year. Uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, that first week out of the box, it was Ty Brown and Ramon Conway offensively. Uh, you know, and so more and more guys have stepped up. Obviously, we've talked about Collins being out and, and playing some guys on the O-line that uh, might have not, not have played. And, you know, I think that's going to benefit us down the road. I really do. And, uh, you know, and then defensively, we've gotten better. And uh, like I told you earlier this week, uh, you know, the big plays and turnover ratio has kind of been even throughout the first three games. And so we've got to find a way to finish uh, – you know, finish those games and and find a way to win them. With all due respect to the players who are in the roster on the roster now, why has it been a a stretch of three to five years where there just aren't any dogs as far as the numbers and the size in the offense and defensive line in your district? Well, you know, your school I, district. Yeah, I think. Uh, you know, I just I think you know we, Midway's never had uh, you know just a whole run of big offensive linemen. Uh, you know, that seventeen group was really really sure. special. Uh, you know, but even when we were when we were here 08 through, you know, that first year I was here in 08, we had uh, the tie horns uh, of the world. You know, that was a that was a pretty big group. But, you know, we've always just got it done with with really good players, really good kids that played hard. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously, I think there was a little bit of dip in the weight room and the strength and conditioning aspect of things. And we've we've picked that up over the last couple of years. And our kids are plenty strong. It's just a matter of having experience and learning angles and learning first steps and where to place their hands. And, you know, when you're 5'10", 230 pounds, and you're blocking 6'4", 300, uh, you've got to do everything right. And so they're getting better at it. How much does Michael Collins' return, he's been cleared, and how many snaps he plays this week uh, against Heath, I don't know. You know, but how much does that help? It's going to help. I mean, obviously, Mike's a good player. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's he played uh, ten games for us last year, and you know we're leaning heavily on him. But at the same time, like I said, the the Lane Gardners and the Jackson Hendersons have stepped up yep. and they've gotten better. And uh, you know, so we'll see. Uh, you know, he's had a good week. Uh, we'll see what Friday brings. Uh, like I said, he's going to play. 
Uh, I just don't know how much, and we're going to be smart with it because we, we really need him next week against Hutto when we start district. All right, I'm going to make sure I don't forget somebody, but the one thing you talked about, Ty Brown and Ramon Conway, and Ramon had a huge game against Mansfield, just not enough. Uh, you've had R Richardson has caught a touchdown in every game, mm -hmm. and it's usually been his size. He's pretty physical as a receiver. You had Scythe has caught two touchdowns this year. You also had the uh, development of Jackson Baird, baseball player, had the big game a couple of weeks ago. And I don't want to, I know there's Rochelle and there's others in the mix, but it does seem as if Ty is comfortable throwing to whoever is the person who's open, or even sometimes throwing the ball like to Richardson when they're not open. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think it starts with with Coach President and our offensive staff, and uh, you know, it's a, it's truly like I told you, it's a system. Uh, you know, he doesn't care. I could I could go in there today and say so-and-so and so-and-so aren't practicing, and, and Chad's going to be okay. next, next man up. Let's go. This is what we do. And, uh, you know, he's done a really good job. Coach Campfield, Garrett Campfield came with him from Heath, and uh, Coach Holden Seward, uh, who's the son of Tim Seward, AD, former AD at McGregor, McGregor was yeah. an offensive coordinator last year. Uh, you know, he's got, a you know, a great – you know, wealth of knowledge. And those guys do a really good job with our receivers. I mean, it's pretty impressive to watch our receivers practice. I mean, they, they put a lot of mileage on. Uh, everything's full speed. And they run a lot during practice. And then they play at a fast tempo. And I think it shows on Friday nights. What does this mean, you think, to Chad, who was on the <laughs> Mike Spradlin staff at Rockwall Heath, and now here he is the next year uh, coaching against Heath? Yeah, I think he wants to go up there and score as many points as he can, <laughs> uh, you know. But, uh, no, he, uh, you know, he's still got a great relationship with a lot of those kids and families up there. And, uh, you know, they did such a good job up there. It was just unfortunate how that thing unfolded at the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know Rodney has a mutual respect for those guys that were there. And, you know, they were doing things the right way. They were coaching hard in the playoffs, you know, obviously with Coach Spradlin retiring, uh, you know. And so, you know, there's a, there's, there's a little bit of that. Uh, you know, like I said, he wants to go up there and score as many points as he can. How much difference in what Rodney Webb has done at Roy City, at Rockwall, at Geyer? He was the AD at Highland Park and now back. Is there much of a difference with what they were doing, with what Chad and Spradlin were doing, and John Harrell for a year, and what Rodney does? You know, I don't think there's a whole lot of difference. You know, they've they've got a, they're going to have a good quarterback every year. Uh, you know, their offensive line is going to be very similar to ours, probably a little bit undersized for a for a 6A offensive line. Uh, you know, they're going to be very active and play hard defensively. Uh, but, you know, I think uh, uh, the best I can tell is uh, Rodney's letting coach uh, Cody Moore, who yep. came over from Denton Braswell, the offensive coordinator, he's letting him call it, and they're running his stuff. You know, it's a, he's a two-back guy. He's a doubles and trips guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, not playing with a tight end, not playing with much of an H-back. You know, it's a true two-back and, and spread stuff. And so, you know, I don't know how involved Rodney is offensively uh, compared to what he used to be. But, you know, I think he's more of just a head coach and CEO kind of take on it. They've got a couple of players on offense. The quarterback is hurt, so they're going to a younger quarterback. But uh, Tuzno, the running back, who you got a piece of a little bit, of, he got a piece of you too last year. Uh, Jack Davenport, 17. He's a jack of all trades. He can play quarterback. He can play H-back. He probably, if he wanted to play both ways, 17 is a really good player. Uh, your thoughts about them? Yeah, you know, like I said, I think they're uh, – you know, they're, they're, they're piecing some things together still offensively. You know, I know they were leaning heavily on the Hoover kid who's a baseball yep. commit to Oklahoma State. 
superb athlete. You know, he went down last week. Don't know the extent of his injury. Uh, you know, I don't think he'll play this week uh, based on everything we're hearing and seeing. Uh, you know, but, you know, the running back's back, and then they're always going to have some good receivers, and then they have a system in place, and they're a lot like us. They're going to take what you give them. Uh, they're going to take their shots when it's time to take shots, and then, like I said, defensively, they're going to base out of an odd front, three-man front, and they're going to be very, very active. Uh, you know, they're going to bring four, sometimes five, and, uh, you know, they're going to mix their coverages up on the back end, and, uh, you know, they've been exposed a little bit. You know, of course, they've played a really good schedule yeah. as well. Uh, with Geyer and, and Trinity. They got a really nice win against Trinity and then beat Lake Ridge last week. Uh, you know, pretty much the entire game with the backup quarterback who's we're suspected to start this week. So you have District 12-6A starts next week, but you're in a stretch where you played a neutral game against Vandegrift. And, you know, we, it's, it's, they, they were just better across the board, although the first half you guys did everything you could to try to keep that thing, and you did keep it close. Uh, and then you're here this week at Rockwall, and then you go to Hutto. It's three weeks in a way away from home. Is that like wearing? Is that something that could be a physical and mental wear? You know, I don't know. Uh, other than just not being at home, having our home crowd. You know, you've you obviously you've seen our home crowd. It doesn't matter. You know what our record is or what time of year it is. It's always a really nice crowd and. You know, our student section does a great job at home. And so, you know, we'll, we'll, we're always going to miss that if we're not at home. But, uh, you know, like I said, we, we got a great opportunity to play at uh, UMHB, Fredenberg Stadium last week. Right, you know, beautiful. we were the home team. The locker room was unbelievable. I bet. Uh, you know, just a great experience for our kids. You know, Rockwall ISD has a nice stadium. Yep. Uh, you know, Huddo's got a, you know, re renovated new stadium. So, I mean, we're playing in nice places, playing good stadiums and playing good competition. So, it'll be exciting to come home that week. Uh, I believe it'll be like the 29th against Harker Heights. So, that'll be exciting. You, uh, you look at the district. Harker Heights, the defending champions, they took it on the chin last week. Temple was thumped by College Station. Uh, and then Huddo, after that amazing game with Liberty Hill, they get blown out. Uh, in in their game, uh, it it and I Coppers Cole picked up a win. Good for Tony Johnson. Is there? Is, do you have any idea of what what's coming up? I know you don't want to forget about Heath, but do you have any clue what's up no, next? You know, I think. I mean, I would think if you just put it on paper, I would think that Flugerville Weiss, Weiss, yeah, probably you know has the 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 you know the upper hand, so to speak. Or if I had to pick who was gonna you know you know be in the mix for a district championship, I would definitely mention them. Uh, but, you know, I think it's uh, it's pretty parable across the board. And I think, uh, you know, I think we can we can be right there in the mix if we can stay healthy. And, and I think anybody can. You know, I think uh, everybody's playing a pretty tough non-district schedule. You know, Heights plays Permian this week. So mm -hmm. that'll be a good gauge on kind of where they're at. You know, uh, Huddo's played some 5As and some 6As. Uh, you know, and so it's it's really hard to gauge right now. Uh, you know, main thing for us is to get better uh, Friday night against Heath. Uh, be playing our best football. Told the kids this week we got to be executing at a high level and uh, be ready to go. And I think if we play like we're capable of playing, like you saw us play in the first half of the Vandergriff game, I think we'll be right there in the mix. And I didn't mention Brian; they lost to Huntsville. We know that uh, that that last year at the end of the year, man, they really started playing their best football. See if that carries over. All right, uh, again, 7 o'clock kickoff, our broadcast at 6.30, the game in two different ways. It's on 106.7 FM, the Eagle. Uh, we'll have that broadcast, 6.30 pregame, 
And I want to give Ralph Venegas, who produces the games for us, back in the studio some uh, a, a little bit of love. And then on top of that, uh, we're also on Sikkim 365 app. So download Sikkim 365 on the app. You'll find the link of our broadcast. And on my Twitter page, at David Smoke, I'll put up the link a couple of different times on Friday for you to grab it. It's never going to change. It's going to always be the link for Midway Football. Great to always see you, man. Good to see you. I appreciate what y'all do. Shane Anderson, head football coach at Midway. Again, 6.30 pregame on Friday at Rockwall ISD Stadium, Heath and Midway. And this is 365 Sports. This is 365 Sports. The Midway Panthers podcast with David Smoke and head coach Shane Anderson is brought to you by Bird Culchin Ford, Centex Bookkeeping, the U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine, Safe and Secure Storage, and TFNB, your bank for life.